0: Off top, most of the camels in Saudi Arabia came from Australia.
1: Play the music. This is the Dominique Foxworth Show.
0: All right, welcome to the Dominique Foxworth Show. Charlie's celebrating because he's been pushing that off the top for a long time, and he's on the off-the-top run. I feel like we got the pringles one in i think it's just a symbol that i'm not reading as much as i used to because i normally like learn things throughout the course of the week and put them away and last the one i did uh on monday show yeah that was from uh random reading on the internet but this one just came from charlie's brain it's a good hmm. one i guess from red i don't love it okay from reddit which charlie stole from reddit anyway all right so I wanted to do something and you guys can make fun of me. I don't know if Charlie is secretly making fun of me, but I sent the producers uh, like a process map over the weekend because I made like a quarterback's process map because I believe that quarterbacks like travel through the league and they're at different stages and we have different expectations of them uh, based on which stage they are. And at some point, maybe I will show you my crazy person Connor stallion, 500 page manifest manifesto about the process of quarterbacking a single NFL. page, 500 page manifesto. Yeah, I mean, it's weird though. It's it when I after I did it and then I took a picture and sent it to you guys, I was like, This is something a crazy person would do, right? Like a little bit. I loved it. This is I something I would do, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're cra- well, anyway, we wanted to talk through that, but yeah, it might I'm, be a little a bit, yeah, it might be a little bit complicated to talk through, so I may release that at some point. But the big takeaway I think Charlie took from it was there are essentially like different buckets that quarterbacks Mm -hmm. fall into and it's a little bit like tears but it's more about like where you're going through in the league and from where where you can go so i wanted to talk through that with charlie and i guess maybe i'll put some effort in to make it pretty enough because right now it's on a piece of paper with pencil and it looks like a crazy person did it and then i'll release it to you all in in the future
2: Yeah. So tiers and rankings are just a little bit boring and we all know more or less where everyone is. And you can quibble if someone's 10 or 11 or nine, and whether that means they're elite, but the buckets thing is more interesting to me. It shows where they're at, at their career and where they could go. And there's a choose your own adventure to this. Well, there's a choose your own adventure to this. If you're an NFL general manager and you get to be the decision maker of what's going to happen with these quarterbacks, but I'll start rolling through the different tiers. Okay. And you tell me when to stop when there's something that's interesting or a person that's interesting that you think doesn't belong or does belong. And him belonging there is worth talking about. Okay. So in this groupings, I I didn't include Gardner Minshew. I didn't include Tommy DeVito or Tyson Bajent or Bailey Zappi or Taylor Heineke or Aiden O'Connell because those guys are currently backup quarterbacks and they're in for extenuating circumstances.
0: Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think. They still fall into a category. I think Gardner Minshew falls into a category of career backup. I think mm-hmm. some of those other guys Heineke. are, yeah, uh, Heineke, and some of those other guys are young enough that we're not sure where they're going. They could end up in pleasant surprise territory, which I'm sure that's where Josh Dobbs is, right? And he, he is the like mascot of pleasant surprise territory. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised by the category that Josh Dobbs is in. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's go. <laughs>
2: All right, so we're sort of going from, from worst to first on the, on these buckets. The first one, you're quite possibly the worst quarterback in NFL history and might get your franchise
0: contracted. This is a one-person tier, and that's Zach Wilson. <sighs> yeah, I mean, you want me to argue about that? So the thing about no, Zach Wilson, yeah. he's super talented. There's, We don't have to stop here. We can keep it moving. He's super talented, but he's not a good football player. I, I had an argument with Orlovsky on TV on Monday. It was not an argument, but... Or Lasky was like, it doesn't matter who they put in. It's not going to change anything because the O-line is so bad, which is probably fair, but we had enough tape on Zach. He's mm. bad too. Yeah. Okay. So Zach actually
2: got demoted from the next tier, which is the first tier. This is the biggest, the biggest grouping of players. Um, mm. Just because quarterback is such a premium position that people's jobs depended on it. This tier is called, you're going to get everyone fired. The coach, the GM, the quarterback coach, the opposite coordinator, the team president's son, who somehow has a role <laughs> giving out towels to the quarterback. Uh, you better not blow your money, guys, because this is the last contract you're going to get. Um, there are a few ways to get people fired. Obviously, it could be bad draft picks. It could be bad contracts. It could be you know bad locker room guys, whatever. But this group to me, Desmond Ritter, Jordan Love, McCorkle Jones, yeah. Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones,
0: and Bryce Young. So the thing about that, uh, the Desmond Ritter, I wouldn't include in that because I think for that category, you have to have it's a lot like the Zach Wilson thing in that you have to be good enough for people to have expectations of you. I don't think that people had high expectations of Desmond Ritter. Uh, And so when you have a quarterback that you're supposed to pick, they they chose over Lamar. I know. I know I well, they didn't choose him over Lamar directly. Like it wasn't an apples to apples. They could have gone after Lamar, but they didn't want to go after Lamar and they settled on Desmond Ritter. I think if you gave them the choice, Lamar over Desmond Ritter, I hope they would go Lamar. If not, then they don't deserve to be in football. But I think second round quarterback is not the same as a first round quarterback or a high first round quarterback. I don't even think that um Kenny Pickett. He was a first rounder, late first rounder. I don't he's think a, that Kenny I don't think that Kenny Pickett. Here. Yeah, but I don't think that his the expectations are high enough. But the rest of those names, yeah. yeah. The talent is there, and the assumption is somebody else is the problem because they're talented enough, huh. and they've shown enough. Like, I think that's the – this is different from the map that I've created. This is a tier, yeah. but I like it. I can, I can talk you through it. Those type of players are players that you should be doing better with him. And because you're not doing better with him, you got to go because it's not easy, I would say, for a player like this, it's not easy to find someone this good. So the team is less likely to move on from them. They're more likely to move on from all the people that you said would get fired. Right? Like that's, that's what I, that's how I would define this. I think
2: there are two, there are two ways. Cause obviously part of it, say you have someone like Bryce young, you could look at it that way. That's the glass half full way. Or you could look at it as a 10 year mistake that you drafted him above CJ Stroud, that you basically, you pick the wrong guy and it's football malpractice and it's on him, and that's that's why everyone's got to go.
0: And then you've got the other ones, the 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 Watson. And well, if it's Daniel on him, Jones. so if it's on him, it's like the Zach Wilson thing to me. If it's on him, then everyone doesn't have to go. But I mean, I, I I'm with you. I think if it's anytime you dra- you draft someone no one, you draft someone number one overall, you got to succeed. And we don't know the dynamics in um, Carolina. It's been leaked a couple times that Frank Reich didn't want him See or the whatever. Fire. Yeah, no, but I mean, before this, before yeah, his seat oh yeah. got hot, that he didn't want him. So, like, there is some justification. You can wiggle out of this if it's not uh, um, your choice. But I do think that the reason why I would put Desmond Ritter out of this is how I already explained it. These are guys that are talented enough to, to succeed, and the expectations is that you should be doing better. Or your team, everything around you is good enough that you should be showing some promise, at least promise with these guys, and you're not showing promise, so everyone's got to go. Who do you? Who are you the highest on in that tier, and who are you the lowest on? Are you right, again? give giving mean, Ritter, yeah.
2: Love, Mac Jones, Bryce Young, Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones.
3: Um,
0: uh, it has to be all things considered, including the the um, agent contract, including agent contract. Yeah, I got to go. Bryce Young, agent contract, you, low, and
2: worst injury. quarterback rating, worst QBR in the NFL. Right, Five foot four, 165
0: pounds. Yeah. All those other guys. Josh Rosen, but smaller. I'm with you. I don't love it, but I think that I can look at what he's, what he's accomplished in college and I can look at his ability and I can look at what he's surrounded with and say, he hasn't gotten a fair chance. I'm not sure I believe that, but I can make that argument. There really Mm -hmm. is no argument to make for the rest of those guys. And Deshaun Watson with the contract, and how he's played for them. Like I'm out on that and he's injured again. I'm out on that guy at this age with that contract. I I mean, if I can get out on it and I think the Browns would be too, if they could get out of it, they would be out of it. So, and the rest of those guys, I think just aren't good. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, do you think that, I mean, the thing with the Browns is they have that Super Bowl defense and they're going to convince themselves again next year that Watson is a missing piece if they don't have a deep run this year,
0: but from that group let me ask you a question i I like what you set up and i want to throw it back at you if we put bryce young in that situation how much better do you think he would be would he be better than dtr would he be better than deshaun watson was or would he be just as bad because they had a good offensive line they had a great running back at one point and they have a defense that is going to take the pressure off of you
2: they still they still have run the ball decently well with ford and hunt um good question And I don't know if I have the answer, but I think it's been stunning how someone we thought was going to be polished coming into the NFL and Bryce Young has flashed as little as he has. And I know that people think that we're judging them too soon, but he's obviously small. He's obviously not an elite athlete and his situation is bad, but I don't think if you asked me before the year who had a worse situation, Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. I would have guessed CJ Stroud had the worst situation. Yeah, so I don't think he would be playing better than Deshaun Watson, but I do I, think I, he would probably be play, playing better than DTR did. Yeah. I, I was,
0: I certainly thought he had the leg it's up. such a on, coward answer by me. Yeah. You didn't answer it. I, I thought he had the leg up on rookie of the year because I thought his situation was good. Cause I knew that defense was good and they've turned out to be pretty good. I knew they didn't have too many weapons, but they ran the ball well last year. And I was like, all right, they got a good offensive line. And then they have all the coaches that we think, tend to believe are good with quarterbacks. And then everything we heard about Bryce Young is all the positive stuff. So I'm, I feel differently about it, which I guess maybe I think your point is good that he should have flashed something like we ain't seen nothing good, like yeah. no good plays, nothing exciting. So
2: if you were to ask me who's had the word, like the least fair shot of this group, I would actually, even though he just signed for $160 million, I might say Daniel Jones. Like, are we talking about the fact that his best receiver of his like, tenure was six weeks of richie james yeah like it's just bet. o-line's been horrendous the entire time i mean saquon's excellent but he's been in and out of the lineup darren waller had like one good week in preseason and that's been like their massive weapon it's
0: that's fair so he's someone yeah, I,
2: yeah. on your you, path what if mm-hmm. he becomes a bridge guy somewhere else he's got a yeah. high bridge guy ceiling Oh,
0: yeah, He's a great bridge guy. And I mean, he could become a franchise quarterback elsewhere, but he was, he was in the front. Like he signed a second deal. It was a short yeah. one, but they were treating him like a franchise quarterback. Kind of, because they kind of gave him a running back contract, but uh, which I guess is fitting because the best thing he does is run. All right.
2: All right. Next bucket. And these are guys that could go any direction. They could go bust. They could go bridge quarterback. They could go franchise quarterback. This one's called mystery box. He could be anything, even a franchise quarterback. I like the way two- you sold that. Thank you. This is a two-person tier. Uh, <laughs> okay. They both look great in shorts. Will Levis and Justin Fields.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, Will Levis and Justin Fields, which you – they're similar in that they do have the wild wow moments. Like, Will Levis' arm strength is bananas, and you see it in the NFL. Uh, he He's does not have – Yes, he also eats banana peels and puts uh, mayonnaise in his coffee. It's disgusting. Uh, so that would, uh, that would be a case that he doesn't have good judgment. But on the field, he has slightly better judgment. Um, he doesn't have – you're not going to get a bunch of chances if you don't have the high draft pedigree and expectations. And he's gonna have to make it, he's going to have to make it work in Tennessee. But I don't think Tennessee wants to make it work right now. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah, they packed it up so, for the season. Yeah, so I think Will Levis is going to end up uh, getting washed out and bouncing around and maybe getting a chance to be a career backup or a bridge guy or doing the, the Geno Smith where he becomes a late career franchise quarterback. I don't think it works there. Um, and wherever he goes from here, I don't think he's going to be the start. This is early to have these conversations about Will Levis, but I do think that that's what's going to happen to him eventually it's exactly where Justin Fields is right now. Next year, Justin Fields is going to be somewhere else. And Mm -hmm. the last game he had, uh, I don't know when everyone is listening to this, but that Lions game, it was great. And he's had games like that in the past. Like everything you want from him, you're like, yes, we can build around him. And you can point to the lack of talent around him and the piss poor uh, coaching and strategy as the reason why his development has been poor. But he is someone that I think could take a circuitous route to being one of the best quarterbacks in football. Like he has that potential. Do I think it's likely? Of course not. It's not likely that anybody gets to that level, but he has all the ability, the size, the arm strength, the athleticism, the accuracy, the pocket presence. Like we've seen him flash all of these talents. And while in the NFL, if he lands in the right spot, I know what you're thinking. He next year, he could be a guy that you can build around and he's going to get a contract. That's not going to be super big. And that could be it.
2: Yeah. I mean the spot next year, I hope it's Atlanta. Yeah. I everybody hopes really that he's is. from
0: Georgia, right? Isn't he from down there?
2: Well, it's also just like for all of Arthur Smith's um, warts, he was okay. good at setting up an offense that was uh, built around Ryan Tannehill's career resurgence in, yeah similar i mean obviously justin Fields is more explosive but right but ryan style quarterbacks yeah
0: yeah. ryan Tannehill was the same type of guy uh, like yeah with in probably less polished a passer uh Mm -hmm. well i guess in the league we haven't seen the level that we want from justin fields as far as being a polished passer but we've seen him have that ability so yeah down there he'd be good could you you're not going to make a joke about how um how Arthur Smith can get him down there and somehow not give the quarterback the ball because that's his favorite thing to do. I thought he was going to be like, he was going to end up playing him at tight end over Kyle Pitts. <laughs> I love it. I knew you were going to make some sort of joke about it. All right. What's next?
2: Um, by the way, I love that tier. Cause this is of, of your flow chart. These are the, those are the guys that really could like, I would would, none of us would be shocked if they went bust or if they ended up being guys who right. ended up with big contracts, the next tier. Um, and this group, I think, is actually closer to their terminal desti- destination than uh, other groups in the middle. But I call it, he's a starting QB, but we're not really sure why. Okay. And oh. <laughs> this group is Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, Kenny Pickett, and Sam Howell, where I know I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to you, but I, I think we sort of know what these guys are going to be, and like their, their ceiling isn't that high, and they're, they're someone who trends into that purgatory between career backup and someone you're going to convince yourself should be your starter.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think bridge quarterback is probably the ceiling for all of these guys at some place, right. Is they're going to think that they're good enough to hold down the fort for two or three years. Um, And they should all put a picture of Jared Goff on their wall. Like this is the people who wish they could be Jared Goff when they grow up because they could see that, that path that is not straight or maybe Kirk cousins like these that's these guys idol right is they're going to go somewhere else and turn into something special there um of that group I'm a little less determinative if that's a word um of Sam Howell than anyone else I think his his taking sacks is a problem that will not be addressed but I think we're lower on Sam Howell than we were on previous weeks because of They're lost to the Giants, and yeah, I think there's a possibility
2: you lose lose to Jersey Juice Tommy DeVito. You got to take a hit.
0: Yeah, now he takes a hit. I I think he's further. Yeah, I think he's further. Well, Tommy took more than him. I think he's further from his terminal state than anyone else. Like there is, there's still more optimism for him than the rest of the guys that you that you named. But I do think that the best case scenario for any of those guys is like probably bridge career backup type.
2: Speaking of bridges, our next tier, we're on the bridge to nowhere. You pay oh. it a toll. You're just sort of driving on that bridge. You get stuck in traffic and you're like, where, where are we going? What are we doing? Um, this tier is Russell Wilson, Geno Smith and Baker Mayfield. Yeah. It's like a
0: purgatory essentially. I think you're probably right. The Russell's Russell's counting stats are pretty good so far this year. Again, mm-hmm. another argument that I had with Dan Orlovsky this morning it was like he's not actually good. You're just grading him on a curve. Like Dan loves the greatest quarterbacks on a curve, where it's like, yeah, what, remember what he was last year? Now look at him. Like, yeah, he's better than he was look, last man. year, but he's not as good as he was. I mean, you're white, so I'm going to treat you like Dan Orlovsky. Is that what you're I about know, to to do? It's also within? just like. Look, man,
2: if you spend five years defending Carson Wentz, you got to uh, grade other people on the curve. Like, Carson, it, like <laughs> your credibility is in question after that.
0: Carson's back in the league, baby. He's back in the league, sitting on a bench out in uh, L.A. Yeah, and he, whew, he's on, yeah, we got to create a different map for him. He's on a different path. But anyway, um, I'm sorry, that was not fair. I keep looking at you and, <laughs> and thinking about Dan or but which you're nothing like him. You're much handsomer. And, uh. Probably a little bit more uh, judicious than your quarterback praise. Um, yeah, I think this is fair for all of them. You are on a bridge nowhere. The problem with putting Russell in that category is Russell's not in that category. He's worse than that, really. Because yeah, I mean, because of the the compensation. Like I think yes. in his age, like uh, at this point, they are tied to him for the long haul, and he needs to be great. And we talked about this last time we talked a bit about quarterbacks is when you sign a quarterback or when you sign anybody, oftentimes you backload the contract, especially a quarterback. You backload the contract in order to when you get to that point, you're planning to renegotiate, to take the pressure off, to put more players in around them. He's not good enough to renegotiate. So at the end of this contract, they're gonna have a guy whose cap hit is enormous. They're gonna have to eat it and deal with it until they can ship him out of town. And they can't even renegotiate it to make the, the price a little less heavy because he's not good enough to keep for the long term. So yeah, he's worse. I don't know what the category is, but it's he's in that category along with um right now, and it's where Aaron Rodgers is too. And Ooh, and, he- and I think um Deshaun Watson's in there too. It's like guys. Whose numbers are so big and their production is not uh, high enough to constitute the number. This is a great change. After week one of the NFL season,
2: we had a, a vigorous argument about whether or not we should feel bad for Russell Wilson. His stats yeah. are just, his counting stats are just good enough yep. that we no longer have to feel bad for him and we can drop him in, in tears.
0: Congratulations. I wish that we could shoot some confetti. He is now at a point where I no longer feel (laughs) sorry for him. I felt sorry for him because everyone was picking on him. Now people are, like, pretending like he's great again. Now I don't feel sorry for him again. It's like, Do do you want me to drop
2: him down into the you're going to get everyone fired tier? I guess he won't get Sean Payton fired. He
0: already got everyone fired. He already did. Yeah, he already got everyone fired. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's in a different tier. You got, everyone, got fired. everyone
2: fired. Tier. Yeah. That's great. Um, next tier, because we're now moving closer to franchise quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. This tier, last tier before we get to some franchise guys. Definitely not a franchise guy, but half the league would kill for this guy. And that's where I put your, your pleasant surprise, Josh Dobbs. Contract, malleability,
0: nickname. He's his own <laughs> tier. Oh man, um, half the league would not kill for this guy.
2: Well, uh, we've just talked about we've just talked about seven, nine,
0: sixteen quarterbacks. So what I don't want to do is be in the villain role where I'm the only person who's not celebrating the Josh Dobbs story. Sounds like it's you're in the great. role. It's a great story. I'm enjoying it. I love a good nerd. All the people most important to me in my life are all nerds. I love them. They're great. He's one of them. Yeah, you're you're a nerd. I love you. Uh, my wife's a nerd. Love her. All my closest friends, nerds. I aspire to be like you guys. So I love the not. However, he's in the pleasant surprise category because he is one of the people who I think it is fair to grade on a curve. But we have yeah. to understand that we're grading on a curve. The expectations are incredibly low for him. And what he is producing is Far outreach to expectations. And so, like, I I don't watch a lot of Vikings games live. Those are always when we're like, oh, we're going to talk about this this week. Let me check in on the Vikings. And then I go check in on them after hearing how great Josh Dobbs is. And then I watch him play. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's cute. That's cute because I've come in with these expectations that y'all was like, he great. He great. He's doing some really cool things. But Josh Dobbs has been to a bunch of different teams this season alone because he's not that well, guy, right?
2: This is what I would say. He's 14th in QBR. He, his situation has been on a Cardinals team that ostensibly we thought was yeah. trying to be as bad as possible. Right. And then a Vikings team without Justin Jefferson they haven't played the a snap together and on, he's still 14th. One second, one there. second, one
0: second. Next time I want to rip somebody for tanking prematurely, I'm going to need you to, to tell me to slow my roll. Cause the two times that I have <laughs> preseason called the team awful for tanking, they've turned out to be better than I expected. So it was the dolphins who I found out later, they made like a video of all the people that was hating on them. And I was on that video to hype them up that season. Um, And they ended up, outperforming even though the owner was still trying to tank the coach outperformed and the same thing with the cardinals when they traded away colt mccoy of all people how dumb was i i was like hey these are tanking and then they ran out there with josh dobbs who were pretty good so yeah please next time go ahead and tell me hey before you send that tweet before you fire off that hot take why don't you just, don't you just slow your roll a little bit because they they're competitive this weekend too or last weekend too against the um the beloved houston texans but anyway Yeah, Josh Dobbs is – he's a mediocre quarterback, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's – which is better than anyone ever expected from him because he's bounced around so many different places. He's been so good that we almost forgot that he parachuted into Tennessee seemingly the day before the game last season and balled out there too. Well, played well there.
2: I mean, let's just think about the teams. Like, the Browns would kill to have Josh Dobbs. The Steelers would kill to have Josh Dobbs. There are teams that would – really? Yeah they'd rather have
0: dtr no 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 I, I don't mean i don't mean the browns the browns well the browns didn't have to kill to, to keep him they had him beginning of the yeah. season they let they let him leave the titans had him let him leave the cardinals had him they let him leave, him. Let him leave for a guy him. that's going to get everyone fired <laughs> the the cardinals <laughs> traded him no well, i mean if they thought that Dobbs was this or could do this they would not have let him go i oh. They didn't think that they needed a backup because they thought that Deshaun Watson was the guy, and they were. And also, the thing that Bomani likes to remind me of is when you have a black starting quarterback, you need to have black backups. Otherwise, the fan base. What? Josh Dobbs is black. Right. I know. I was saying. I was saying that also. I was saying oh. like he was perfect for them. But something yeah. about what he does at all these places, he doesn't seem like he's unlikable. So it ain't his attitude. Something about what he does at these places suggests to him that he suggests to these people that he's not that good. And they don't even want to keep him as a backup or a developmental player. Like at some point, the uh, clock is going to strike 12 on Josh Dobbs. And it's going to be sad for all of us. So let's enjoy it while we got it.
4: Hmm. Sorry.
0: Sounds just
2: like, sounds just sounds like bad organizations who can't identify talent. Probably. There's a lot of
0: them. I'm sorry. I feel so gross now. I should. <laughs> all I should right. So we're going to move back into back the, the first tier on. of franchise guys. I'll distract people from my meanness with sexy. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go
2: ahead. This is the first tier of, and I'm saying this in quotes, franchise guys. And this is, we can win with these guys. In that group is Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Kyler Murray, and Dak Prescott. Um,
0: so, yeah. I mean, I think that's a, yeah. franchise. So franchise quarterbacks is a distinction. It's like a bar that you have to get over. A guy, and to me, a franchise quarterback is this is the lowest tier of franchise quarterback that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, the other stuff is like bridge and all that other stuff is like below that. You wouldn't consider a bridge quarterback, a franchise quarterback. Correct. I would not put some of those names at the lowest tier. Well, actually just one of those. You're trying to upset me with the Dak Prescott thing. He is not a, so this is like good enough. We're, we're good enough with, if everything is right around them, it's Kirk cousins, right? It's the definition of Kirk cousins, Kirk cousins, Jerry Goff. Yeah. Yeah. Dak yeah. Prescott. yeah and I don't I don't put Dak Prescott in that category I mean what is asked of Dak Prescott year to year and the accomplishment that Dak Prescott has in his career suggests that he is better than them there I think this was an attempt at you to get me going and I'm not gonna do it I'm just not gonna do it so yeah he's not in it I think it's fine to put Jared Goff Jared Goff has um, when I do finally come out with my map that everyone is going to um, print out and put on their wall like a uh, was it um, Jimmy Johnson's trade chart? It's going to become a thing that everyone uses. But when I do put it out, following Jared Goff, Goff's path is going to be so interesting because he was a number one overall pick golden boy in and mm-hmm. then went to bust so bad. Oh, then, then went to bust. The following year, went to franchise guy guy that you Super can Bowl. yeah guy that you can win the big yeah, one God with can do a Super Bowl. yeah guy that you could win the big one with to a guy that is a bust again that they force out of town and is they have to pay you to take him all the way back to good enough good enough to win with is i think where i would put it on my chart is like he's good enough to win with i think he's perfect for that oh perfect great yeah i, I do know that, that one <laughs> Well, you didn't okay. nail it because Dak Prescott. You put Dak Prescott in there. I think. Well, th- I think the, the other distinction that I put on my map that I don't know names ahead of this. I don't know what you would what you would use, but the what I would put is win because of, and I think Dak Prescott falls in that category. Hmm. So my next one, which is similar, these are roads running parallel till
2: you can win with these guys. This is system superstars. It's
0: a two man tier. It's Tua and Brock Purdy. I like that as a distinction too. So these are guys that are superstars, but also we're not sure if it's them or the system or it's them in the system. That combination is the reason why we're not sure that Brock Purdy could do this elsewhere. And we're not sure that Tua could do it elsewhere. I think that's a perfect spot for both of them. The, Mm -hmm. the big question for Brock Purdy. And I think, I guess for some reason, I think of Purdy, I guess he is technically younger, but not nearly as, I mean, I guess we've just known Tua longer, right? Because he was in college in, in our face. And I feel like there still, there's still more development for Purdy that I don't know is there for Tua. So I, I think Purdy can graduate out of this at some point. Maybe there's a chance, but he hasn't yet. And the
2: other thing about these guys is they're just excellent at this specific niche role within the system. Right. like. Some of the guys are like you can win with these guys, the, the Dak, the Cousins, the Jared Goff, the Kyler. I don't know how much better the 49ers or the Dolphins are with those guys playing in these systems because they're just so efficient at doing exactly what the coaches want them to do on time and on schedule.
0: Yeah, and that's the problem with that is when it all breaks down and then you need somebody to do something special. And I think that of the guys that you've named, Dak's the only one that I think can – reliably uh do that if you gave me a choice of any of those names like same roster average roster drop any quarterback in that situation and please make something happen I think Dak is obviously not in that class and I think everyone in that class you're just like cross your fingers with them
2: Hmm. all right well we now know that Dominique is thankful for Dak Prescott and we can move on to the next bucket which is this is well, I actually sort of took this bucket, so we, we can gloss over this one pretty quickly. Um, but this is, I put it as uh, you had it as you've already gotten someone fired. I put it as um, we can probably maybe still win with these franchise guys, but we only have a year or two to do it and they have osteoporosis. And that's Matt Safford and
0: Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, wait, yeah. For they're slightly different, but yeah, I, I like that. I don't think there's much conversation there. I think yeah. you're probably right. It's like, it's you're hoping that you can do the Tom Brady thing where you parachute them in to a great situation and you just ask them to be special every now and then. And I think that's perfect for both of those guys.
2: And they're both of the, those guys that on your quarterback map, your chart, your path pretty much went from golden boy. I know Rogers was picked 25th, but he's still a first round pick in the second he started playing. He was a franchise quarterback From golden boy to franchise quarterback to we can win with this guy. And because of this guy. Yeah. Um, because right. the second you put Stafford in a good situation as well, they won. It's, my, um, it's
0: the most linear path that you can have. It's the one yeah. that people expect to have when they draft someone number one overall. Well, and, I guess um, Brady didn't do that. But yeah, those other guys <laughs> did.
2: Uh, the next one. These are franchise guys we know we can win with. I have Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, and Anthony Richardson.
0: I mean, Anthony Richardson is too soon, obviously. We haven't seen enough of Anthony Richardson he's hurt already. We he got hurt twice in like five games. Like Anthony Richardson is a question mark. Um, Justin as an Herbert, asset,
2: as yeah. an asset, is there yeah. anyone below on this list that they wouldn't be, that a GM wouldn't trade straight up for Anthony Richardson?
0: Um, yeah, there are. I mean, I think a lot of those guys that are perfect in their systems are guys like you wouldn't trade for. I don't see the 49ers, the dolphins, um, definitely not the Cowboys, uh, all those teams that – the Lions, I don't think they trade for him. These are guys – yeah, he's a guy that I think most of the teams that don't have one, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll give that a shot. Most of them, not all of them, because he does have a skill set. As much as we, we want to pretend like our, our league has gotten to a point where they fully accept the running quarterback or the quarterback who is um, a, a super athlete, we aren't quite there yet. So I, I don't think that he falls in that category. We're going to
2: circle back on this in a year. Uh, remind me, someone on Twitter, uh, November 20th, 2024. I'm going to look like a genius. That's why you love the nerds. Um, next one. And this is a tier of one. Clearly a franchise guy. He's an MVP. He's probably going to the Hall of Fame. But
0: do it in the playoffs. And that's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that. He's at that point in his career, and I think um, he's he's got a playoff win against the Titans, which was impressive, not because he was great. I think he had, like, one or two, like, good plays, like long runs or something, and he called Lisa Salters Miss Lisa afterwards. It was wonderful, magnificent. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's about the expectations. This reminds me of the Dobbs conversation and some. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Dobbs, you're not there, so we can celebrate you. It's like, um, it's the deck journey where it's like, do it in the playoffs. All right, you did it in the playoffs. Now do it in a big game. All right, now win a Super Bowl. These are the, well, Lamar got to it quicker than most.
2: I was got to the to playoffs
0: say. quicker than most. And then slightly dipped, had some injuries and stuff like that. And now we're holding it over his head as if uh, we can expect players to, uh, he didn't even play in the playoffs last year. So it, it's I, a tough situation for Lamar, but he still has to do it for him to climb the ranks. I don't know if it's that like
2: we're not really holding it over his head. It's like the second highest tier where we're, we're yeah. talking about how how great he is. It's just there's he's just the notch below. And that's what what matters. He's just the notch below guys that you really trust. Like they're our guy. We're going to win a Super Bowl with this guy, which brings us to our final tier, which is. We're winning the <laughs> Super Bowl because of these guys yeah. and they can live here as long as they want. And that group is obviously Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm.
0: Josh Allen, and C.J. Stroud. Yeah, C.J. Stroud. Uh, see, I wanted to put him up high because I thought that that I was going to be uh, shocking people. Uh, Josh Allen and C.J. Stroud are interesting, and maybe it's Josh Allen. I'm being a bit of a prisoner of the moment, but... Uh, because they've struggled, and because he has some issues, but yeah, I think Josh Allen deserves to be in here. The problem is, do it in the playoffs, Josh Allen. I guess he's still living off of the the playoff loss to the Chiefs. I, I mean, because I guess they blew out the the Pats, but it's more he's at, he's not at this. He's not in the Mahomes category. I mean, because let's, it's let's like be, win let's the big be clear one. Right?
2: About it. Let's be clear about Josh Allen's playoff performance because he's played in eight career playoff games. He's throwing for 292 yards
0: per playoff game. He has 17 touchdowns. He has four
2: interceptions.
0: Ooh, I think uh, 10 of those touchdowns were against the Patriots in that one game, right? We're kind of, you know, like he beat the dog out of, uh, out of a, a bad team. But anyway, I'm not trying to knock Josh Allen. He is great. The thing is, I guess because we see it and we know that he's good enough to do it, We give him that credit, right? But he still hasn't won, like, a big playoff game, right? Like, when you say, like, I don't know. I guess you have to put a line somewhere. But, like, we've seen Dak Prescott go off in the playoffs. He dominated in the wild card round last year. He's led comeback wins. But we still talk about Dak Prescott, like, man, but can he win the big game? I don't know why we don't do that to Josh Allen, right? Because he hasn't. Done that right? He lost to to the Bengals last year. They lost to the Chiefs the year before that, and I guess we count that game because they played. He played good enough for them to win. We count that we, as getting we,
2: it done. We would think very differently of Dak Prescott if he went toe to toe with Mahomes and threw right. for four hundred and four touchdowns, and his defense blew it with thirteen seconds left. So I mean, because he went. Like, he
0: went. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He went toe to toe with Aaron Rodgers. And he lost because Aaron Rodgers threw a ridiculous pass. Like, it was the same damn situation, right? And we do not do the same damn thing. That's all I'm saying. The, the problem is that he also lost to Jimmy Garoppolo twice
2: and yeah. looked, looked really confused and just slid in the middle of the field. Okay. I don't disagree with that. So I guess that's the that's – you, you think Dak is as good of a quarterback and as
0: trustworthy in the playoffs as, as Josh Allen? No. But okay. I think that the Josh Allen has not actually accomplished the thing that we think he can accomplish, mm-hmm. and neither has Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott is capable of accomplishing it, and I also think Josh Allen is, but we talk about yeah. them differently. But anyway, and, it's and, fine. And by the way,
2: just for the stats, the specific reason of why Lamar is in his own tier with that is because he's played four career playoff games and he has three touchdowns and five interceptions.
0: Yeah, he's been bad. He-
2: yeah, I'm just saying. Like, it's not. It's not picking on him. He's he's performed equally well in the regular season. It's a specific thing where he's been that good, and then that big of a drop off.
0: Don't worry, you're safe. I'm here. All right. What's Thank next? you.
2: <laughs> that's that's it. That's, that's it. it. I, I, I want. Well, I mean, I thought you were going to talk more about the the CJ the CJ Stroud part about it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the CJ Stroud thing is really hard. Like, obviously, you don't believe that. You just did that to get me upset. I, I do believe that. <laughs> Okay, I mean, we can win with him is different. You put C.J. Stroud, and just to be clear, there is one top tier. Bucket. One top bucket, whatever you call it. That's right. And C.J. Stroud is in the same bucket as Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and uh, Joe Burrow. He's in that Mm -hmm. bucket, and you're fine with that. You stand on that. He's the same bucket.
2: Age, contract, situation. Yeah, I mean – I just learned one thing. It's the Dominique Foxworth ma- uh, maxim is that we have to trust organizational stability and organizations are usually why quarterbacks fail. And that just shows how big of an outlier CJ Stroud is. The fact of the matter is, is that this is a situation we all thought he would fail because of, and you know what he hasn't done
0: failed. He's Dan Marino in 1984. I'm proud of you. It's a quite a, quite a projection because I can't argue against anything that you're saying because of what we've seen so far, but I can say that we have not seen him do the things that we've seen these other guys do. You're expecting him to actually do it. So playoffs are going to be different. We will see how he plays then we'll in see this year. Yeah, we'll see this year. And so he has a grace period. He has, I don't know, three years. If he, he continues to play well, he has three years to go to the playoffs and lose before we start saying that he hasn't won the big one, no matter the reason why.
2: I think he's got slightly longer. I think he's going to have he's got a nice cushion of, of Josh Allen and Joe Burrow where until uh, they win, and he, he's we, in Houston. We don't, we don't have time or, or, or the
0: energy to worry about CJ Stroud winning until they win. And he's in Houston. Like the, the exactly. market matters. Like Houston's a big city, but it's not it's not a, a team that we talk about a ton. So on Get Up, we're gonna if uh, we're gonna talk bad about all these other quarterbacks before we get to CJ Stroud, honestly. But yeah, I, yeah, I think that I wouldn't put him up there yet because he I've worked my way to my defense. I wouldn't put him up there yet because he does not also carry the weight of losing what will happen to him if he loses in the playoffs you know so like the point is like how uh he has to be in the the bucket with lamar or below lamar because if lamar hmm. gets to the playoffs and loses again he's gonna have to pay a price a public price of us talking bad about him like especially it's gonna have to happen, have the best especially because right. they might have the best team this year it's gonna happen you know and the same thing for josh allen And the same thing for Joe Burrow. Well, he's not healthy, so it doesn't matter. But uh, And Patrick's already won two Super Bowls. But the same thing for Jalen Hurts is if Jalen doesn't play well, we're going to say you had a team, you should have got it done. So that's not going to happen for C.J. Stroud. So you don't get to get the rewards of being named the highest bucket without having the arrows that come with it also. So that's my argument. He's down there below Lamar somewhere. Mm. so you want him in the you'd put him in the tier
2: with herbert and
0: lawrence yeah
2: yeah franchise
0: guys we can win with i think he has to be in that tier i think that's a reasonable place to put him right you agree sure yeah i guess you know i'm right i'm glad that you came around there all right (laughs) this has been fun if uh you want to pause this and Come back for the Thanksgiving episode later. This would be a good time to pause. If you got more time, keep listening. But next up, Gojo, And we have a really good time. Lots of good laughs during the Thanksgiving food draft. You'll really enjoy it. It's a really good, uh, fun, funny time. You know the type of jokes I make. I made those the entire time. If you like me, you'll like this.
3: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents? Hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time, for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com DF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash DF.
1: ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate.
0: All right, our friend Mike Golick Jr. is joining us. Charlie, what are we doing?
2: Guys, we're drafting Thanksgiving foods. And here's how we're going to do it. We have a very specific format. We are building a juggernaut roster. The snake draft, Gojo's got the first pick. I've got the second pick. Dominique, who chose the draft order, has the third pick in the snake draft. We're each going to draft one name, two side dishes, a flex player, an appetizer, and a dessert. All right, Gojo, you're on the clock.
4: All right, uh, I am going to start this off and... You guys can accuse me of being a toddler, but I want to secure to me what is most valuable on the board, especially are we snake drafting this? So we're going to go, yep, yes. Dominique's going to get to – All right, so in that case then, I'm going pumpkin pie one off the board. Most important Ooh. part of my meal every year, pumpkin pie, a little bit of Cool Whip there. It's my trans and my platform to say I think pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie is basically the same. I don't know why we spent so much time arguing over them. This is my number one pick.
0: I couldn't have asked for a better pick from you. That is the – the widest pick you could choose. Yes. I was either it, the only way it could have been better. If you could have drafted some sort of casserole, if you'd have given me on some, my board, <laughs> yeah, wasn't mean, on my, but, you drafted Bryce young. <laughs> yeah. If you could have got me you know some what, sort of casserole term, that could
4: turn out very well. Oh gosh.
0: Pumpkin Baby. pie with everything on the board, man. Well, it's we'll see. We'll see how it performs when the season starts. All right, Charlie, you're next buddy. I I can't believe he's still here. The
2: CJ Stroud of this draft. This was a huge overthink. You only eat this really once a year. I'm taking stuffing. Uh, It's the most elite side on the thing the traditional board. I'm taking a quarterback with the second pick in the draft. You know what? I'm going 11 and six every single year. I'm winning my division for the next decade with stuffing. uh,
0: All right. Uh, Yeah. Okay. That's the, it's, it's the stuff that Dominique doesn't seem sold on this. I mean, it's all right. It's good. But it's like, I don't know. All right. You can't build a team around stuffing. You can't sure build can. a team around the stuffing. center all of right. my plate. All right. Cool. 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 I'm really happy with how the draft fell to me. Easy. You got to go sweet potato pie. You got to lock down the quintessential dessert. For Thanksgiving, is sweet potato pie everywhere. Everyone knows you got to have. It's, it's like stuffing. It's the funny thing. It's a combination of two. It's like stuffing in that you don't have it, but a couple times a year. But it's also sweet and delicious. Sweet potato pie wins. And it covers if one of you jerks want to go get sweet potatoes as your side, I don't care. I got it as a pie and a side. Give me that. It plays both ways. Goes both ways it tastes it's
4: more or less the same as pumpkin pie they're i i, I nope. can't they're the same pie I,
0: they're nah, the I, same
4: pie it's no, the they're same, not. thank you for saying it charlie They're the same pie i feel like i'm <laughs> taking crazy pills and getting gaslit every I, time this conversation I, happens
0: i couldn't have asked for a better response we're gonna, from you we're gonna do a
2: We're going to do a
0: blind taste test of oh. pumpkin
2: pie and sweet potato pie on Please this do. podcast. Please and Yes. No shot. He can tell the difference. Well, no it, shot.
0: It, it depends on where you get it from. Don't go get no store-bought. Oh, here we Give go. Give me some home- I have to make both sweet, of the pies? Of course. I don't Who eats? What I is going on happened. here? What is going on here? Somebody's got to make it. Bring it from Thanksgiving. Who eats store-bought pie on Thanksgiving? What the Am I dealing with here? you two no, no, casserole no, 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 no. pies? Yes. Somebody oh, yeah, better make don't... them damn pies.
2: I'm, I'm with Dominique on this one, but
0: for the sake of the podcast, I'm not making two pies. All right, cool. All right, this is a tough pick right here. Let's see. What do I want to get? Hmm, the one thing that you can go to the store and buy, I I won't be mad at you if you go buy a honey-baked ham. You can get a honey-baked ham. That's the one thing mm. that can purchase, and that will be my draft pick, honey-baked ham. I got a solid a roster pick. right here. Solid, solid roster.
2: I I just can't believe how my board has fallen. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I, I like it. how everybody's trying to, to like spin the audience in their favor. I can't believe every time I can't I, believe I'm delighted by this. Yeah, I, uh, I, like
2: <laughs> you guys are gonna be eating some ham and pie. And uh I I basically have Justin Jefferson and Tyree Kill on my when you look at it, because I'm taking mashed potatoes
0: with the second pick with my second. Pick. Oh, what an L! What no. an L!
4: This it's is personal huge... preference.
0: I'm not a big mashed potatoes guy. I do like mashed
4: potatoes a lot, and okay. honestly, yeah. with mashed, I oh, want to know gravy. with mashed, mashed potatoes potato, and gravy.
0: You... I... Oh no, no, it too late, too, right late. too late, too late, too late! You not, didn't no, draft no. gravy. You didn't draft gravy. You got. It it's a
4: separate pick. <laughs>
0: No He didn't say it. He He said, I want mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes and gravy. You want to talk
2: about a a glue guy? My team is literally the texture of glue. You
0: are going to have some (laughs) tough, you're going to have some issues later on in the night. Your offense is going to become quite constipated if this is where you're basing it around. You're on the clock, Gojo.
4: I'm on the clock. All right, well, again, since I've got these massive gulfs between when I get to pick here. I feel like I got to get the protein on my plate. This feels like the appropriate draft value for Turkey. Like it's a good spot. I get Mm -hmm. it's pretty seasonal. I get how you cook matters. Uh, How you cook it matters. I get that we only really eat it once a year, but ultimately I need this plate to have some to it like i said to charlie my plate does usually always include the main on it even as we get into the second and third round going up to the table because i think you got to have that structure it's like a house without a foundation eventually it's going to fall turkey at this point in the draft properly rated
2: just for the fact that there are limited mains roast turkey also fried that. turkey smoked turkey which 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 of Ooh. on your board
4: you, better fry you know what? That. I'll go. I'll go fried turkey. Yeah. I'll just so I can you. hear Dominique say succulent oh, one more time. I better fry that more. It'll be so succulent. <laughs> in your second pick, you. you're
2: still on the board. That's the, <laughs> honestly, I can't believe you just in the second,
0: in the second round, you just got the most solid player in the draft. He's solid. He's reliable. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not going to wow anybody, but he's. you know, you can rely on him. He's never going to be hurt. And it's a good pick. Yep, I just – I got I got a really, like, high-end off-ball
4: linebacker where we can have some <laughs> arguments about positional value, but ultimately taking Jack Campbell in the second round is going to feel pretty good to you. Um, with my third pick – all right, this is where it's going to start to get real interesting. So mashed potatoes are off the board, stuffing's off the board, which means – and you know what? I know I'm going to take heat for this one, and I don't care because it's – delicious give me green bean casserole bring it on down oh, with a little great crispy pick. onions on there i love me a good gbc i think <laughs> it is criminally underrated on the thanksgiving big board i saw michelle smallman who i love dearly over at the morning That's show. a great on tweet Radio it's now a great tweet slandering green bean Ugh. casserole and i'm sick of it i'm here to stand <laughs> up for gbc on this great public platform
2: i um uh, i'm delighted by that pick It's underrated. It's a
0: star. I'm happy every time I see that there's a green bean casserole. Man, I am on team Smallman. She had a great tweet. She said green bean casserole tastes like punishment. And I think she's right. I'm generally not a fan of any kind of casseroles. eh. But anyway, it's a a good pick for you. Two Americas. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to Charlie trying to spin his next pick. I guarantee you what he's going to say. I can't believe how lucky I am on this to me. S-O-O guys, I, guys can't I can't it. believe how
2: my board is looking right now. Because I think I got the top, my top three prospects with my third round pick. Team Kravitz. Selects macaroni and cheese as my flex. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Just call. an electric, sl- an electric side dish. <laughs> that's, a great oh, yeah. pick. that's that's your first good pick. It's your first good one. Uh, I appreciate that as a decision. You don't want to. You don't want to. Now at give this us point, any... you can
4: dub yourself the what do I need to... of the draft. Here, yeah.
0: What what do
2: I need to say about that? It, I w- mean, it's like as someone, someone who, dude's uh, a three time All American.
0: He's he's getting a huge deal. We're winning the Super Bowl with mac and cheese. I mean, I I would like you to to what type of mac and cheese are we making? It's oven it's oven mac and cheese, right? Yeah, yeah, mm. All right,
2: homemade. Go. You get a little bechamel sauce, fold in the cheese, bread crumbs and cheese on top, and bake that <laughs> to golden perfection. <laughs> I don't know what bechamel ah, sauce
0: is. Right. What is that? Is that like a type of cheese? It's like a cheese cream sauce. Uh, sounds like you're cheating right there. Don't bring no cheese cream sauces in here. Some you you make it homemade. Okay, I don't know. I never made mac and cheese. Maybe there's some mm. some. Balsamic sauce in mine too. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I feel confident there is. All, All right, Fox, you're on the board. All right, let me see. I still have I have a dessert and I have a main, so I have two sides and an app available. Let's see. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. So I guess. <sighs> In our app circuit, see, this is a di- problem with our different Thanksgiving. My app circuit, we got crab balls in the app circuit. We got biscuits in the app circuit. Mm. We mm. we got, obviously, traditional deviled eggs in the app circuit. It's a great app. Yeah. It's a great app. A great app. I think, God, I love a good deviled egg. Yeah, I mm. think <sighs> there's lots of sides left, too. Yeah, I think I got <sighs> I to I go side. Go cornbread on the side. Give me oh, a cornbread on the pick. side. Great Give pick. me a cornbread on the side. Yeah, almost. I almost if
2: that was a cider and appetizer. Yeah, that was on my appetizer list, which is yeah. a great. With honey and butter. Uh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So we have we have a little butter where if you just want regular butter, and then you got honey butter. You got them mm. both out there, and you can scoop whatever you want. Oh my gosh! We take years off our life every time we have Thanksgiving. We knock it a couple months off. It's okay. I'm though. never leaving your house this Thursday. <laughs> oh, it's are we gonna watch? Are we gonna watch the Black Friday game together? Oh, you! Is there any other type of Friday at my house? It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> all well my played. Fr- all my Fridays are black, and so are my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um. All right. So I got another pick. So I still got devil eggs looking at me for the app situation. I always also got biscuits looking at me for the app situation. I'm a go with the devils. give me them devils. Give me the devil eggs it's a, one of those again, it fits in those categories. If done right is outstanding it's it's a rarity. it's a special occasion. you don't just have devil eggs on a, a random Tuesday. It's something you get excited for and if somebody makes it, right, then you're very happy. So right now, we are picking up devil eggs and moving Mm. forward. We're proud of them. All right, for my next pick.
1: Can't believe it fell to me.
2: I can't believe it fell to (laughs) me.
4: He can't keep getting away with this.
2: It's really high on my board. It's going to be controversial. I've seen the tweets go, Joe. But there's a very specific part of this. Apple pie a la mode. Apple pie hot with vanilla ice cream.
4: Ah, uh, you're gonna try. You're gonna you're gonna try he, and cover it up, and you're gonna try and douse the flavor of a lesser pie with ice
0: cream. I get it. He's cheating. He's out here cheating. So the man went mashed potatoes and gravy, and now he's going mm-hmm. apple pie and ice cream. You don't get no, apple no, no, pie no, no, and no, ice cream. No, 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 no. Incorrect. Apple pie a la mode. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you speak a different language is supposed to make it right. better?
1: Like, it just has <laughs> a certain sais quoi
0: okay you just out here going french on us like it's supposed to help wow. chill out wimby you get apple pie or you get ice cream you don't get them both
2: oh, if i could just have the entire genre of ice cream that's an even better pick i'll take that <laughs> <laughs> sounds great
4: it's a much okay. smarter pick because apple pie is not actually that good but you
0: know nah you're stuck yes. you're stuck with your uh, we will we will grant you apple pie and ice cream vanilla ice cream a la mode i guess it's fine a lot of carbs on my team Yeah.
4: All right. I'm back up here. I need a side, and then I've got my flex on the board right now. So, side, uh, easy. Dominique actually said one of my picks out loud. He had both of mine that he was contending with there on the board. This would have been cornbread had I had the opportunity because, man, a nice, moist cornbread, I almost Mm. tripped over my words because my mouth is lubed up right now. (laughs) I am drooling like crazy. That being said, Without that, it's a good thing I've got the mouth lubed up right now because I'm going to need it for these buttermilk biscuits. <laughs> They're going to be oh a, a little drier than the cornbread, but... You just Uh, douse it in gravy, butter, anything else that's on the plate. This is where having the binding agent, and this is why I'm pissed that Charlie's been allowed to steal gravy, because the whole plate works best when you got it all with a little coat and a gravy right there. It's just a little bit of that extra loving. It's like, you know what it is? It's like a cocktail at a party where all the friends kind of know each other, but don't totally know each other. Uh, You need a little social lubricant for everyone to be their best selves, and gravy (laughs) is that first cocktail that everyone crafts at the function to just loosen up a little bit and start to be them best selves
0: you got you got turkey and you got mm-hmm. buttermilk biscuits but charlie mm-hmm. got all the gravy you're here ha ha you I gotta know, organize a trade man you gotta figure something out maybe we can <laughs> we can find a way to get you some gravy because charlie's really holding on to the most important the pivot the christian mccaffrey of your team is sitting on yes. charlie's bench he's oh, sitting on bench. I, I am bench. the i am the 49ers right now <laughs> Uh, all right, back to back for our man Gojo. All
4: right, for the last one here, my flex. I think I'm gonna start off. We'll try. So, do, to be clear, did we give Charlie the ice cream with the pie?
0: Yeah, we gave we gave all him right, we gave the Alamo because yeah, he's he's out here cheating a little bit. He's gaming the system.
4: As I say, I'm not going to lie. As someone who went pie number one off the board here, knowing I could have
0: just sprinkled a la mode. In, you could have had so homemade
2: whipped cream on top of your pumpkin pie. Cause pumpkin he, did, pie he without did, whip cream. I didn't call. He, he cool called for whipped cream. He, he mm, called yeah. it. He mm, called it
0: so. with cream. I will say, right, so I, right. hold on. I will make a Dominique Foxworth show proclamation. He don't get all ice creams. He gets one scoop of vanilla on his a la mode. If you want the rest of the creams, you're more than welcome to have it.
4: All right. That's a fair point. I appreciate that. And while my father's type 2 diabetes no doubt lives somewhere within me here and is just waiting for the opportunity to surface while ice cream would be the right pick. I do think in in the interest of what Dominique brought up with them deviled eggs – is there needs to be some sort of introduction to this. And this is where I think all of us are bringing in our own Thanksgivings in years past, and I'm going to do that here. Give me a little buffalo chicken dip to start the party off, man. It's never been a bad decision at any function that it's been at. you got to give it that chance to cool down, and I am someone who traditionally, year after year, because I'm overzealous, has dove in too early and almost burned my mouth and ruined the whole Thanksgiving. I still think it's the right way to start it off. Give me some buffalo chicky dip.
0: We normally go we normally go with a little crab dip, but I mean, I'm a Baltimorean. I mean, I live in DC now, mm. but yeah, the buffalo chicken dip's not a bad choice. I like that as a starter. That's that's good. All right, Charlie, you're back up. Let's find out okay. who you can't believe fell to you. I got two, I mean, and I hope you don't touch either of them. I can't believe this guy <laughs> just
2: fell to me in this round. I'm going to take turkey as my main, but obviously fried turkey's off the board. The next best Way to eat the turkey is hold on, hold on, hold on, Barbecue, on, smoked, on. smoked turkey. I thought, I thought that once Gojo took turkey, turkey was off the board. Okay, fine, it's off the yeah. board. The last two Thanksgivings, we have had steak for Thanksgiving, so I'll take steak as my Thanksgiving main. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: we. I mean, we normally have a prime rib out there, something no. like that. Yeah, I, we I, do some port. We grill up some porterhouses, slice oh, it up. It's great. That's nice. I'll grant that to you. Well done. All right. Now I got two back-to-back picks, and I got three things that I like. Let's close out the draft. And I really, ooh, I really knew my competition on this one. I'm going <laughs> to make my last pick just such an impressive win for 13% of the population. So my second-to-last pick, we'll go Cranberry Sauce. Got to go Cranberry Sauce Thanksgiving. You got to go Cranberry Sauce Blue guy? Glue from the can, got a can that yes. thing. I love cranberry from the can. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's the one where other people. There is always some can there, and there's always some homemade. No disrespect to the people who make the homemade cranberry sauce. Thank you for bringing it. I'll have none of it. Give me that ocean spray. Uh, is that? Do you have that as a side or as your flex? Um, I have that as it doesn't matter. Let's put it at at flex because okay. Can, Because now Can
4: I just say for someone that went out of their way to slander anybody who buys pie and doesn't home make it, this inconsistency seems glaring. And this is the one where I would repurpose the Michelle Smallman tweet and say cranberry sauce feels (laughs) like eating punishment.
0: Oh, it's a delicious little sweet. It's a little sweet, it's delicious. I love when you shake it out the tube. He slice that thing Dominique up. Talks <laughs> about Thanksgiving foods like white
4: people talk about dogs. He gets his like sweet little voice on there, and he talks about ooh, it's succulent. It's get out
0: the tube. Hold on, wait. Oh, all right. Now I'm gonna get my black card back with this one, and you two just left a classic waiting there because you don't know nothing about no collards. Got ooh, a side okay. collard greens mm-hmm. with some with some pig parts in that thing. What? Or maybe a turkey neck hanging out in that <laughs> Y'all boys better stop playing with me. I got the Mr. Irrelevant of this thing kicking <laughs> Y'all better stop playing with some pig parts you know,
1: in that <laughs>
0: Y'all better stop. Do you know
2: what our, our version of that is uh is casserole? Brussels sprouts with bacon.
0: <laughs> oh, that was sad. Don't say that. Don't
4: say that. True By though. the way, did Dominique just essentially say that Brock Purdy is the collard greens of the NFL in this case? Come on home, Brock. Come
0: on home. Get you a shape up, Brock, and a brush, ah! some pomade, and let's do it right. Spin them waves, Purdy. Ah, All right, I just feel like a champion right now. I got I got one pick left.
2: All right, and there are a lot of good. <laughs> I'm picturing Brock Purdy
4: with a do rag now. <laughs>
2: So guys, I I I'm I'm looking at appetizers and knowing that Gojo only has one side left, I'll just I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay out my process here. So strategic. There's Parker House rolls with butter. It's a it's a great appetizer. There's a full cheese board. No one went charcuterie board, but having yeah. a full a full option board is great. There's that that baked brie dip when you bake brie with honey on top and you oh. dip into it. It's elite. And there's also pigs in a blanket. We always have pigs in a blanket. And you know what? I need a blue-collar guy. I need a road grader. I need someone who's going to protect the fact that I have the legion of Zoom on my team, the wide receivers of stuffing mashed potatoes and gravy. So give me pigs in the blanket.
0: Well, okay, That's my appetite. <laughs> This
4: is this is your like late round pick of a really like decorated guard from college with politics <laughs> That's right. you
0: might have to worry about. <laughs> That's no, right. Yeah, you better you better get and purge them tweets. You better purge all them tweets. <laughs> <laughs> By the, Domi, just so you, just so you know,
2: we use mini half smokes in our pigs in the blanket. Okay, I respect it. I it thought is, it was just a little,
0: a little hot dogs. Okay, I respect it. Respect it. I also really appreciate how you are the Vince McMahon of the draft and that you hype up all your picks. You're really trying to sway the audience before you you select whatever you select. Just let the pick do the talking, baby, after I just went off about these greens. You literally shimmied into the camera. Mm. I was I was an audience surrogate. I I didn't shimmy, they shimmied for me. <laughs>
4: He was just a conduit for the spirit. Yeah,
0: I just felt it. It came through me because they know how them greens taste. With a, I love what
4: Thanksgiving it. does to Dominique Foxworth.
0: <laughs> it's not Thanksgiving. It's you.
2: You bring the best out of me. Gojo, you have one final pick. You have one, one side dish.
4: <sighs> Wait, right. I thought we were two sides. I thought we were two sides of flex, a dessert, and a main.
2: And, and an appetizer. And app. So I put biscuits as an appetizer oh. for you. If you want oh, that aside side, I can appetizer.
0: move it. Okay. Well, I mean, you still right, got no, sweet we... sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top. I got that mm-hmm. on my list. You still got that. You got potato salad. Say,
4: I was I was looking String down beans. here at the sweet potato at the sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows on the top, and it would seem to be only right. Well, hmm. I've already talked about them being, but with the marshmallows, it makes it very different. I don't need just straight up ice cream. Although you do have a, I found out the other day there it's is. Si- if you have ice cream as a side dish on Thanksgiving,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is so electric. I mean, would anyone you, be surprised? You're out here running, you're be out here running a brand new offense we ain't never seen before, just putting James
4: Jameson as <laughs> receiver. I'm what everyone thought the Dolphins were after the Broncos game before they realized they might just be a normal good offense and not the greatest uh, thing that we've ever seen. They're like, oh what's gosh. he doing with this short motion? How is he winning like this? Um, no, give me a uh... man. Hmm. You know what? I'll go the sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows on it. That feels right. I need. To, I'm an extra sweet guy when it comes to this day. I want dessert more on the table. So let's give people some options for the Golick family dessert here on the Foxworth Show draft.
0: Outstanding! Congratulations! It can double as a dessert in a pinch. It could double. All right, that's the end of the so draft. Should, right?
2: should we recap the teams?
0: Go, Joe. Sure, sure, sure. You have fried turkey,
2: green bean casserole, sweet potato casserole, big casserole guy, yeah. um, buffalo chicken dip. Biscuits, pumpkin pie with whipped cream. It's a Great team. It's a great team. Strong that, team. My team, steak, stuffing, mashed potatoes and gravy, pigs in a blanket, mac and cheese, and apple pie a la mode. Dominique closing it out with honey baked ham, cornbread with butter and honey butter, collard greens, deviled oh, eggs, oh, cranberry oh, sauce, and oh, sweet potato pie.
0: Oh, 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 that boy just won a championship. <laughs> oh, my God. That boy won a ship. if
4: my plate was an offense I'd be running (laughs) the
0: wishbone (laughs) ground and pound out here oh my spreading shred for my man Charlie we Mm. can do it all spreading diabetes (laughs) all right well I think we're done I don't know what else to do close out the draft do we have people like vote or something or we just we'll put them
2: online and have people vote gojo I do have one question did you see Jamison Williams put his McFlurry on his co- double quarter pounder?
4: Yes, I did, and
2: boy,
0: oh boy, was I disturbed by that. <laughs> Man's hmm. busy. He don't got time to separate lunch and dessert. Just put them together.
4: This this is my thing is I understand the theory of it's all going to the same place. Believe me, my fat done that with plenty of things in life that being said you actively make both of these things worse by combining them you are getting a meltier version of a McFlurry that you're already working against the clock on and that's (laughs) assuming the ice cream machine even works and then you're getting colder burger with some weird like I thought originally it was like blue cheese or something on there you're making both things worse is my contention for young Jameson In,
0: in defense of Jameson Williams I would say don't knock as you tried it, maybe. And also, there's something about being a really good athlete where your development can be stunted and you can be really young for a long time. And that feels like an a idea that he had when he was in high school and, that, and then nobody stopped him because he's really fast and really great. Like, I, I'm familiar with that. There's really times in my life where I was like, oh, shit, I should have <laughs> stopped doing that a long time ago. But I'm awesome at football, so people just let me do it. <laughs> oh well charlie so we're gonna do that i think the loser of the draft has to make a mcflurry sandwich and bite it that's the punishment Ooh. whoever's last place perfect oh right. i like that a lot done high stakes poker all right everyone i hope we got you through the holiday if you're like me you appreciated that you could put your airpods in and disappear for a second we had a good time thank you thanksgiving it's a good time to thank people thank you For listening, thank you, Charlie, for hosting and producing. Thank you to all the other producers, Kevin, Brian, Cortez, Megan, Serafina. And, of course, thank Gojo for being a guest. And see you guys on the other side of the holiday.
1: This is the Dominique Foxworth Show.